I think that I would start with my earliest memory. Some, the first thing that I remember is my life going by in flashes. The first thing I remembered was me sitting in a crib and it was very, very dark. And I kept crying out for my mom, but she didn't come and that made me very sad. But at the end of the memory, mom came in and she picked me up and I was happy again because I didn't like being in the dark alone. The next memory that I saw in those flashes was me sitting in a high chair. The next one was throwing away the high chair. The next one was eating fried eggs. The next one was learning that I had turned five years old. And the next one, which I will begin at, is whenever... Kindergarten. Kindergarten was this, was in this tiny little school. I mean, it had children in it, but it wasn't too big and it wasn't too small. Even for my tiny town, it was considerable. In that school, they had all these different teachers, but... If I looked back at them now, you could obviously see that they just hated their jobs. There's this one teacher that I had. I'm not sure if she still works there or anything, since I have not been back to elementary school in a very, very long time, but... Her name was Miss Doherty. She was like the worst ever. I hated my time at school so much because of her. Everybody treated me like the weird kid, but honestly, I just didn't know where the heck I was. You can't expect me to go to this random place with all these new kids that I've never seen before and somehow expect me to just fit in. I hadn't even seen any other kids for my entire life before that. So it took me a while to fully grasp what was going on. I could read in kindergarten, but Mrs. Doherty did not believe me. And she would berate me and make me do extra laps, which, you know, I got quite good at running. And doing that, but someone else in my class was in the same situation as I was, and his name is Avery. Even today, we still hold the same belief that Miss Doherty was a total pile of crap, and even today, we still talk. And we still play games. And we still swear a lot.
It's a lot of things that we still do. But that's for a different time. Or at least later in the story. My teacher, Miss Doherty, was the first teacher I ever had. I didn't go to preschool, but I could read. That made me a lot more different from everybody else. And I had to have a teacher that would come in and help me read. Or at least figure out how to start. While everybody else in first and second grade was focusing on their grade levels, I was a few years ahead of them going to the library just to pick up some stuff. Along with that, I was also advanced. I was in the Gifted Intelligent program, and a lot of people would make fun of me for that because they were jealous of me. But I was quiet. I didn't try to be rude to anybody, or at least I didn't do it intentionally. I wanted to be who my mom wanted me to be, but I also didn't want to be that person. So in the end, the result was essentially just me being some odd amalgamation form of who I actually am. I can't say if I was a good child or not then, but whenever I went into the next few years of school, I can say that things went down pretty quickly. My first and second grade years were really okay. Kids bullied me a lot. My teachers were a lot better. But by the time I got into third grade, I was essentially, like, the bully kid. I didn't like anybody because they didn't like me back. And I had nothing to offer them. So what was the point of talking to them in the first place? But at the same time, even if I was the quote-unquote bully kid, then I was also the one being laughed at and ridiculed. People would break my chair so I'd fall out of it in the middle of class. My teacher put me in the back because I spoke so much. And the reason why I spoke so much will become obvious later, too. I didn't have many friends at all. Most of them left me for other people. But the school part is not really what matters. I think what really matters and what I thought about for several hours before recording this at all is my dad. Even today, my dad is still one of the most amazing people I have known and I will ever know. I don't think anything could change that fact. There is so much I could tell you about him that it would take hours of me just rambling about him. But the whole time I would just be bragging because I'm so proud that he's my dad.
people always say that their dads are the best. Well, my dad is kind of the worst and the best. He's been in some of the worst situations that anybody could imagine, both mentally and physically. And he's gone through it, which I can't help but respect immensely. There's a lot that I could say about him, sure. And there's a lot that I could say more about my school. But the school, like I said, doesn't matter when it comes to him. Some of my earliest memories of my dad consisted of him coming back from work from the music store. Even today, he still works as a guitar technician. Fixing guitars is his passion. Playing guitars is his career. He's professional. He could probably make a lot of money making songs, doing stuff like that. He can sing too, but to be honest, the only thing I like to hear him sing is Fleet, Fo Fleet Fox's songs. If there's one thing I could tell my dad today, it would be not to be so hard on himself because that's the one thing that he tends to do too often is doubt himself for who he really is because who he thinks he is is much different from who he actually is and they want his figure to be the same as his personality I don't know why I keep sighing. I think it's difficult for me to talk in such a constricted space. Even in this little closet. I decided that it would be much quieter in here, since the walls are thicker or in the closeted area. On the other side of this wall is the living room in the hallway, and the kitchen, all on different sides. And of course, the fourth wall is my bedroom. But somehow this is the quietest place of them all. But it's also quite small. So I'm stuck sighing by myself in here because it's quite difficult to breathe regularly and irregularly. But nonetheless, I will try not to sigh so often. Okay, I'm about to sigh again. <laughs> it's fine. My dad... That's another sigh. Anyway, my dad is this tall, six-foot-one man who wears a lot of t-shirts and flannel. Well, he has one flannel shirt that he's quite passionate about to this day. And this one sweatshirt that he swears he will never throw away. And his pair of plaid pants that he's had for like 20 years. Even after he got disfellowshipped, he still kept a photo of him and the other brothers at the Kingdom Hall. Just as a souvenir or memento of it. It shows him whenever he was young, clean-cut, clean-shaven, 
No beard on his face, not scruffy, not wearing his favorite pants, and not wearing his favorite sweatshirt. Honestly, it's just a sad photo, but I can see why he would want to keep it. So my earliest memory of my dad was waiting for him to come home because he would give us candy from his customers at the work that he went to. He had a lot of jerks come up to him. Idiots who destroyed their guitars on purpose for warranties. And a bunch of idiots who didn't know anything about guitars in the first place. They all flocked to him for his supreme guidance and his supreme wisdom. But in the end, he just returned home feeling tired and a little bit sad than usual. More than usual, really. He always had this wistful expression on his face when he wasn't playing with us or talking to people. Like he was looking at something that wasn't really there. He didn't like us to lie, but at the same time, he didn't want himself to lie either. So he brought us candy to make us feel better. To make me feel better, I later learned. Because I had so much time to just deal with all the children bothering me at school. I appreciated that fact. I appreciate that my dad was able to try to cheer me up at least a little bit, but some part of me wonders if he was just thinking if he could support me in any other way before anything else happened. But my dad, while being literally like the most important person in my life right now, I feel as if I have more things to say before I get to him and before I get to what happened. I have two sisters, one of them, which I will, well, I'll have to name them something else for the sake of privacy, but, you know, I don't think they'd like it if I just simply stated their names out in the open. So. The middle child, let's call her Leslie. Leslie is my older sister by two years, and she's like, she's the complete opposite of dad. Not wistful, not quiet and burdened like he is. She is everything that my mom is and mixed into some confusing jumble. 
which my description makes it sound like she's also very bright and emphatic, but at the same time, she's also someone that I very much hated and despised a while ago. Mom told us that eventually siblings get over feudal relationships like that and mature, and she was right. I don't care for arguing, but she did. So I went with her. But it didn't do any good. My other sister, let's call her Hallie, after my aunt. Hallie is a mixture of probably my mom and my dad. At least that's what my dad called her. I don't have any other siblings other than that. Cousins that I don't know live far away in places like Oregon and Washington. A lot of family members, Warrens, they live in Missouri too, but they're all quite far away. Some part of me ever wonders if I'll get to see him again. But at the same time, I don't want to see people who are so deeply engrossed in a cult that they shun their own people, their own family members, and destroy lives on a whim. I don't think I can associate with people like that, to be honest. It's like trying to talk to somebody who's crazy, but they don't know they're crazy. And you just keep trying to talk them out of it, but they they don't know that they're crazy. They can't help that fact. They would have to see the proof for themselves in such a definite way that they would have nothing else to do except just accept the fact that they were crazy. It's confusing and complicated, and I hate that fact with this burning passion that nobody would understand except me and my family members, but I suppose that we had to live for that, too. My sisters and I grew up in the house in the tiny town. We were not allowed down the sidewalk. We were not allowed on walks down the street but we were allowed in our own backyard. So I suppose that that was a bit of a pro against the cons. We stayed alone, but we had each other. We spent days upon days sitting outside and feeling the heat between our fingertips because summer was relentless and sweat would just beat on our foreheads. but. We didn't care, because we were little kids. We had no idea that we would probably never be outside again in a while. It was difficult for us to have fun, though. And since we were not allowed outside during the summers, we were stuck inside. But the scent of an air conditioner and the feeling of cool air in your face gets to be tiring after a while. <sighs> Mom enlisted rules one time. 
We did not follow them. The rules were then abandoned. Nothing like it has been done since. But now, in the present day, whenever Hallie and Leslie have moved in with Dad, I am left alone with my so-called crazy parents and stepfather. I can say that, I don't know, maybe I'm also crazy too. I was about seven when all this happened, the lazy summers, throwing parties for ourselves because we didn't have any friends to come over. And even if we asked mom, no matter how many times we asked her, she would not let us go to birthday parties, Christmas parties, New Year's parties. We couldn't say Happy New Year. We couldn't say Merry Christmas. We couldn't sing songs. We couldn't go to anything. We were stuck as the social outcasts of the world because we were born in a cult. And we couldn't do anything about that, except live through it. We still can't do anything about it. At least, Leslie and I can't. But, at least we had each other. At least we had each other whenever I was seven, and Dad and Mom got a divorce. This has been episode two of Talking to the Wall.